Hi, this is Madeline, a.k.a. Groisha, founder of Growing With The Seasons. Our new voice, season one, is the foundation of the intergenerational conversation. It's been in my heart to do. We need more mirrors and voices to inspire our choices. For in the reflection of each other, we all grow wiser. I know I have. To learn more or get involved in this and other co-creations and conversations, check out the website gwtsfamily.com. We offer many ways to help you groom your authentic expression. Here we grow. Hello, welcome to our new voice. How's everyone? Today we have a great treat. I've known this little one growing up since she was pretty young and her name is Bridget and she's about to be 15. Hello, Bridget. Hi. <laughs> she's got a little red cheek shy but I understand so me too I can say what I know is that Bridget grew up with all brothers so I'm curious to see exactly how that shapes in a girl's reality and I'm curious what you've been thinking about with the questions Bridget so not everybody got to have them so much ahead of time but it works however it works you know it's always good perfect so and that first question was how were you informed of your gender or how did you kind of come to understand yourself the way you identify? Yeah, so I think growing up with three older brothers, it was always kind of like wanting to be more like tomboyish and more like kind of like them. But then there was like, I don't know, there was like a point around like fifth grade where I was like, I kind of want to like not be so much like my brothers and be kind of more like my own kind of like person. Mm -hmm. And I have like, I have two older girl cousins and we're like, we're like a pretty tight knit trio. So I was like, like one of them knows like a lot about fashion. So I was like, I kind of want to like change my style a bit. So she helped me do that. And like, I don't know, it was kind of just like, like one point where I was like, I don't want to like not be like my brothers anymore. So it was like, it was that point where I was like, okay. And then you say you didn't want to be with them. Were you kind of wanting to be more like yourself or did you feel yourself wanting to be more like a girl or was it a little of both? I think it was a little bit of both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. And then having cousins that were sisters, that helped it balance too, right? Yeah. 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 And nice there's like, that. they're like my only two girl cousins. So like being the only two and like there's like, 20 cousins so being like the only three girl cousins and that many oh, people really? it's like it's yeah it's pretty crazy there's 17 yeah, boy like cousins and three brothers. girls really yeah wow. there's like a lot of them <laughs> so then when you're yeah. together in your family how do the dynamics work like where do the girls and boys go do they all go together or how does it land in your gatherings um as like as we've all grown up it's kind of been more like I don't know there's like a there's like an age gap there's like a two-year age gap which isn't a lot but it's like it's between like Liam and Pierce where Pierce would be able to like flip between the two of them but Jacqueline and like Sophie and I always hung out together and then Sophie's younger brothers always kind of like hang out with us so oh. we're like we're like a little group of like younger kids and then like then there's like the older ones that would always like mess with us and be kind of mean but <laughs> yeah sometimes that's the people who are the meanest to you is your family right with the teasing and things yeah. like that yeah it definitely they say yeah, it gives definitely. us tough skin but that's some tough skin right <laughs> yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah 
So then when you thought about being a girl or making yourself more girly, what were some of the things that you started to consider? Like you said, fashion, but was there anything else that you started to think about in regards to like being more feminine? Not really. I don't know. It was it was definitely like a change in like my style and like mm-hmm. what I kind of wore and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, because like usually like before that, my mom would buy me all the clothes and she she has good style, but we have different styles. <laughs> so there was like... There was, like, a point where I was, like, can we go to the mall? And, like, we went and we bought, like, kind of, like, different clothing and stuff. But it was it was kind of just the fashion. There wasn't much else that I changed. Nice. That's kind of fun. I do think getting dressed is the most fun part, right? You get to kind of, like, create yourself every day, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Nice. And so then what did you learn? You kind of touched on it, but what did you learn about yourself in relationships, like with like friends and, you know, family and in like regards to being authentic or being yourself in relationships? Like, what did you learn about yourself? Um, yeah, I think our family, like, we're not really, I don't know, like in our family, it's all kind of like, I don't know, like kind of like go out in the world and like meet new people and stuff. So I learned with like my friend group that like, I like meeting new people but like as much as I like meeting new people I keep like I keep my few friends like really really close like I don't I don't have like a giant circle of friends but I have like I have like three really 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 close friends like Mm -hmm. I would I would do anything for them oh nice yeah so then you learn that your style of relating is that you like like a kind of a core like space to go to, but you also like to meet lots of people, but you like to have yeah. that kind of safety in that set yeah. that you kind of created that you can show whatever to. Yeah, and especially like being at Sussex Tech, there's like, there's definitely like a security at knowing that like back in Vernon, like one of my best friends is literally my neighbor. So like <laughs> anytime I ever want to see her, I just go down to her house. So, oh my yeah. gosh, that's such a luxury. I remember having that. I had a best friend named Linda. She lived around next door, but not too far of a walk. And whatever was going on, like going to be at her house or going for a walk with her in the woods, like it was like the space to just let it all out and sort it all yeah. through. You know, we were always telling each other all about our experiences, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's helpful sometimes, especially when it doesn't really make sense when it's happening. And then when you go and talk to somebody, it kind of makes more sense to you, too, when you're talking, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does happen like that. So then what about towards authority and school and teachers and like, how did you deal with your relationships of that type? I've learned that like I really like I like to be liked by like older, older teachers and stuff. I don't know. I like to like speak to them in less of like a teacher student, but more of like, I don't know, more of like a equal kind of like intellectual relationship where like we can like speak to each other on the same level. Like I was talking to um, Liam, my brother, about this the other day, and he was saying like he doesn't really like talking to adults. But I really enjoy talking to adults because I feel like <laughs> there's just like there's like something that like they can offer one perspective and I can offer another perspective and it's like yeah yeah that's like always like, been true yeah. that's true Bridget I know even when you were younger you would look for the conversation like you were eager to like learn like you know come over like hi what are you doing you know when yeah. you were we'd have painting and stuff yeah yeah oh, I think that's a good curiosity and like it's nice that you don't go into it with this idea that 
you have to like, you know, serve them or them serve you. It's George's curiosity, like, hello, bigger, older person who's here longer than me. You know, what do you want to talk about? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. Nice. And so is there anything about relationships with like friends or anything else that you feel you learned that you want to share about relationships? I've learned that I don't like to be wrong like in any relationship ever. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Welcome to the club, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I really like I really don't like to be proven wrong. Like I don't like to be wrong like in general. Like mm. nah. Mm. Yeah, I'll get a What do you think it hits? I'm the one who's right. Yeah, so you you're most comfortable when you're right. Yeah. And then well, yeah. So when you're wrong, like what do you do you feel where do you feel it? Like do you think it's just like a way that you just feel bad that you're wrong or you just like being right more? You know, what do you think happens? I think I just like to be right. Like mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just like to be yeah. right. It's just more it, fun. <laughs> Well, it's actually like a, vis a visceral feeling, right? So if you say something like, yeah. say, like you're in class and you say the right answer, you get this like, cha-ching, yeah. you know, like the bell went off. Yeah. And when you say the wrong answer, it's like, dun-dun. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like, so I think there's definitely a training that comes for that, that, that feels better when you, you hit the note as opposed to be off note, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, for sure. Nice. Well, and I know you didn't have a cell phone for a long time. You made a choice about that or how did that work for you? Yeah, it was like I got I got a cell phone in like seventh grade. And then I noticed that like, I don't know, I was on it like a lot more than I wanted to be. And like, I just didn't really like love it. So I was like, I like leave it for a while. And then I like wasn't using it. And then mom was like, Bridget, can we like freeze that so it's not in our bill? And I was like, go for it. And then at a point when like she had to upgrade her phone and I had to like, I don't know, she was like, do you wanna like, like I'll take that one and then like you could use it on occasion. And I was like, all right. So then she took that one. And then I got one like recently going into high school just cause like needing it and stuff. But mm -hmm. I noticed that like, being a lot more like I don't know like even like car rides and stuff I would like be able to like look out the window and kind of just like see like the stuff around me and I like I don't know it gets to a point where like you know the berry bushes like the wine berry bushes mm -hmm, I'd be able to like mm -hmm. pick them out on the side of the road I'd be like oh I'm gonna go there and I would like note the location so because mm -hmm. like my cousin and I really like like I don't know kind of like exploring we've been lost in the woods many times but like I would make <laughs> like a mental note of like that's where we're gonna go I'm like mm -hmm. we're gonna go pick those berries mm -hmm. so yeah that's really sweet to hear i i definitely grew in the exact same way i love spotting out things in the car and getting ready for where i was going to ride my bike to when we would go to town and stuff looking for things and such so I completely resonate with that. And you being right in here in 2022 saying that there's still something inside you that has a taste for that, you yeah. know, because it's like being familiar with what's around you. You know, I had a conversation today with my eldest son and he did a 10 days of silence retreat. And oh, wow. You know, yeah, right. And, yeah. and he was and he was pushing it towards me like, come on, ma, go do that. And I tell you, like, when I think about how 
being around people, getting a cell phone, seeing TV, like how much it changed me and how much I responded to it. Cause I can't believe when I see on my phone that I was on it for three or four hours during the day, like I, I have to go through a whole process of like what I say to myself, but I'm also realizing it's part of life and yada, yada, but to reclaim myself in silence, you know, like to reclaim like what I might feel or think about. I mean, I mean, granted, probably a whole bunch of thoughts would keep coming up and there might be little pockets. Where I'm like, boy, I really do chew on that forever. Like, who cares? You know, like so I would find that times of solace of those car rides, like my my inner stillness time. Do you know what I mean? Like just to yeah. chill, you know, watching a sunset and chilling and just breathing and no talking. I mean, it's the best way to meet it. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I appreciate that. I think that's true. And the cell phones are an interesting thing. But I, I think knowing yourself so that you can decide when and how to use things makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And also, like, when I got the phone, I got it right before I went to Ireland. So when we went to Ireland, we didn't like, like I didn't buy the data plan. So I wasn't like on it like at all. Except yeah, like I wasn't on my phone like at all, except for when we have Wi Fi, which was on like very rare occasions. But like even those car rides, because everything in Ireland is like spread out. So like anywhere we wanted to go, it was like 40 minutes away. So I'd be wow. kind of just like chilling there for like 40 minutes. And it was like, it was a nice, like, yeah, I liked it. Driving it around fun. Ireland in the car for 40 minutes. I just watched a movie about Ireland, something like The Ruins of Inish or something. It was a story about, did you ever see that one? Anyway, so... And the, the scenery was just, I, I don't know what it is about it, but I tell you, when I went there, that was when I felt the most in love with the earth. Yeah. I thought it was the most beautiful place I'd ever seen. Yeah, I really liked, like, I enjoyed like, the animals so much. Like, there was a field of cows, like, literally mm. right next to us. And, uh -huh. like, my friend Avian and I, we would, like, we named one Betsy and we like, I don't know, we'd like speak to her and we would try to get her to come over <laughs> to us. She never really did, but we would try to. And like, I don't know. And it was like watching the cast and stuff. And then I came back here. I'm like, okay, now I can't eat beef anymore. Like I just, I can't oh, really? to do it. Oh, yeah. wow. So you feel differently after that relationship, huh? Yeah. So now I'm like, I'm not eating beef anymore. So I'm like, yeah, I, I can't like... <laughs> Yeah. Wow. What do you think happened? What do you think changed? Just knowing her and knowing what beef is, like putting it together in your yeah. head? Or? And it's like, I don't know. It's been like, like, it was like years ago when I was like, I was like talking about a steak and my cousin was like, like there was blood in that Bridget. Like that was a cow. And I was like, mm. so like from then on, <laughs> so it was slowly like, coming in. Yeah. Yeah. From then on, it's been like, I'm eating a cow right now like think about it oh wow, <laughs> like nice I would like I would think about it and I'd be like I don't want this food anymore so I decided to just like not eat beef anymore nice and it's working yeah. you're sticking with it since Ireland yeah. yeah and your mom's a vegetarian so you have options in the house right yeah definitely mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. nice so is there anything else about relationships that you want to bring in before we go to the next question um, I don't think so. All right. Uh, how about, uh, how do you know the truth? Like, what is it that helps you know the truth for yourself or discern, like, you know, what direction to go, your intuition? Like, what does it feel like for you, the truth? Um, I don't know. I feel like in, like, terms of, like, what I want to do, like, in, like, 
when I'm older and stuff like I really like I have a decision of like what I want to do and I've like mapped it out I've got it all planned but really? like yeah wow <laughs> yeah but um in terms of like the small little things like I want to do in like day-to-day life and stuff and like like I'll always like I'll call my cousin and I'll be like what do I do and like I don't know so she's like always on standby because I feel like as like a little decision person I'm very indecisive so I'll have to like like I just like I'll have the answer in my brain but I just have to run it by someone I know will like always like I know that she'll always be like do it or like don't do it you know she'll always give Mm -hmm. me like a straight truthful answer so like I'll always like run it by her yeah. So then do you trust her more than you trust you or does running it by her help you know if it's true? Or a little um, bold, I think or? running it I think running it by her like helps me know if it's true and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like the mirror or saying it out loud like kind of getting that uh, affirmation supports your yeah. movement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then how about the ability to know so sure what you're going to do and how you're going to do it? Where did that come from? Um I don't know. I feel like I've always, I've always been like a planner and I always like, I don't know. I'm always like in my future less than like, like in eighth grade is like, Oh, I want to go to high school. And then now it's like, Oh, I want to graduate high school, you know? Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. like, which I think might be a fault at some points, but like, I don't know. There's like, there's always been like other little stuff that I've wanted to do. Like there was one point where I could see myself going into like astronomy and stuff but then like I don't know it's always been like a dream of like owning my own little cute little bakery and like having a little cottage to go to that's really like tucked away with a beautiful garden in the back and like yeah a lot of it's been inspired by like stuff I've seen like the garden was like from Secret Garden because I really really liked that book like a lot and like I don't know yeah and like I don't know like baking it's always been kind of like something I wanted to do so like it's always been like you know like be a baker so soon enough nice 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 so then you know that 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 makes sense that I guess what I'm curious about I mean like you know we're just answering the questions for our new voice but you know my therapy brain gets activated but that idea of being in the future or the past like it's always a little bit illusional and delusional, right? Because we don't have any idea what the past is really. Like we remember it all different. I mean, you have siblings, right? Like everybody went to the same party and everybody has a different story about what happened at the party. Do you know what I mean? So in the future, I mean, that's so much changing right now, but I think having a sense of where you willing to put your energy, something that you love, something that you want to learn more about. I mean, I feel like that's a nice place to go forward on, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of like looking to the future has been like, like I'm the youngest. So I like see yeah. my brothers, like mm-hmm. Pierce is visiting colleges, like Liam in college, like mm-hmm. Cullum's in college. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to be in college. And it's like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense, Bridget. That makes a lot of sense. Like you kind of, and I think also even growing up, like we're looking to like when we get to the next leg or when we get to go to the next thing. And as the youngest, I mean, that's a, that's a perspective that I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, honey yeah totally i appreciate how much uh consideration you have in what you do and why you do it and even the way you articulate yourself so i appreciate the time you've come to know yourself well enough to do that Bridget. thank you it's wonderful it's a great trait all right anything else you want to share about discernment or the truth or 
What about when someone else is sharing something? Can you kind of sense if someone's telling the truth or not? Like, how do you do with that? Um, like if they're like, if they're like lying or not? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think it depends on like the person. Like if I know the person well enough, like I can kind of, like I can tell when mm -hmm. like my mm -hmm. best friends are lying. I'm like, I know that's not true. But like for <laughs> someone, it's like, someone like I know but I don't like know as well as them it's like oh like I'll believe you yeah <laughs> so it's not really a concern for you as much as like having a plan is and being able to have somebody to run things by that can help you kind of get a sense of what to do yeah yeah that's good that's true authentic responses are the best ones so so far you got a hundred so, <laughs> so you're welcome so then uh um I want to ask the final question then, what values do you suggest or think could be helpful to us as like a bunch of us kind of figure out things since it seems so many times everybody went where they went with their ideas and not all of us work together well. So I've just been including that in the conversation of what values would you suggest for us to consider sharing? Um, I kind of think that like, I think like open-mindedness is like so important and I feel like people mm. are open-minded but like a lot of people also have like a difficult time listening to like other people's ideas and like weighing them against their own and like finding like a way to like merge ideas together and stuff mm. and like definitely like I don't know to kind of just like like work together to like get to a solution and like be open to hearing other people's like opinions and ideas and stuff mm -hmm. yeah so then you mean like to find common ground? Yeah. Is that what you mean to say like that yeah. kind of thing? And so, but being open-minded enough to not be, but that goes back to what you said early on where it's like, we like to be right. That's part of why it's hard to be yeah. open-minded, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're trying to be right. So we're like, yeah, 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 but, 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 you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I'm dismantling that a lot as the boys went off to college and and I'm just like reflecting or not even reflecting, just continuing and recognizing how many things are kind of on me that are kind of leftover things that I'm like, wait a minute, I don't need yeah. to be that. I don't care about that. Like, hold on, you know, like almost letting go of your defense system so that you could be more authentic again. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm sure leaving a house of brothers as they all leave, it lets you be more relaxed too. Yeah. You get to be more calm. Nobody's picking at you as much anymore. Right yeah yeah i think i definitely like i don't know we've been starting like a a wednesday like family dinner we call it like our family night which nice. i really enjoy because like like liam i see him maybe three times a week which is crazy because like i'm not home and he's home and like his classes are kind of like in the afternoon so like his classes will be in the afternoon and i'll be getting home from school and he's like not home and like Mm -hmm. Cullum, I don't know. Cullum's like Cullum's always been like a reserved person. So I feel like I don't know, the Wednesday like dinners are really kind of like I don't know. They're just like bringing us together as a family. Like yesterday, it was really good. We had French toast and like <sighs> bacon How fun. And, like, sausages. It was so it was so good. That's yeah. such a great family dinner. And then you played games and hung out or whatever, or you just had dinner or both or yeah um we kind of like talk and stuff and like i made like little apple hand pies because i went um, mm. apple picking the other day so yeah they were really good so it was like i don't know dessert and then we started talking about like 
Pierce is like they've all been really into the Jeffrey Dahmer show so they were like talking about that and I don't know it's kind of just like conversations and stuff yeah I've heard a lot about that show I haven't watched it yet but it seems like it's a powerful portrait of how even though there was gross things on the outcome there was a certain amount of innocence in the character yeah yeah my mom says that like seeing the show she definitely like I don't know I don't know. She definitely like, kind of felt for him more than just like, oh, he was a monster. You know, it was more of like a, like, yeah, he was like a motivated monster. Yeah, and he certainly, and yeah, I, I didn't watch enough to speak to it, but I think it, it, it speaks to what we're talking about in regards to like, you got to take the time to know where a person's coming from. And that's part of what this intergenerational conversation impetus is, is how do we take the time to learn what's going up with the other people so that we can actually yeah. meet them with some type of like awareness and not sitting there like, oh, you're wrong. You shouldn't have done that. You're bad. It's like, who knows how somebody got to where they got to, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, very definitely. good. I like that. Yeah. So any other values before uh, we wrap up? I don't know. I think kind of just like, I don't know, kind of just like having conversations with people and like, yeah, just like, yeah, just that. Just like having conversations and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there yeah. being a dialogue in life, like you think there's a value to relating to each other, to, to talking to each other and understanding each other? Yeah, and like even if like like you could be the most opposite person or something, like there has to be something you have in common. Like you mm -hmm. you can like there's no way you're completely two different people. Like there has to be some like something that you can like relate on, you know? And I think yeah. just like taking the time and like finding that with someone. Mm -hmm. I think, I think really what they would say back in my day is that everybody puts their pants on the same way too, like one leg at a time. Yeah. You know I mean? Like there's a way that we exist you know, in a very similar container, we're all having very similar experiences. And I think that we, you know, we have to look for that sweet spot, like we say in the, in the uh, episodes here, it's like, where's that place that we connect that we can actually appreciate? Like you today helped me connect to the simplicity of just seeing beauty and wanting to go around it and the value of like safe places and relationships. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And family dinners, you know, and those game nights or whatever they are like, those things really do kind of soothe our souls. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that we can definitely. keep growing through whatever it is ours to do, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, I feel like you and I could definitely have a bunch more conversations. And like I said to your brother, the intention is to let these conversations grow where we're sitting around a fire, whether virtual or in person, speaking between the generations and letting it be aired so that we can spark more of this ability to have these conversations by, you know, sharing ourselves what's happening in the different places and being able to listen to each other and come to like shared understandings, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. So that's how we dream it. We'll see what happens. I know we'll always do that at your house at the fire. So I know we'll continue to do it recorded or not. But yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I look forward definitely. to that. So so thank you, Bridget. Is there anything else you want to share for your voice and time at this spot on the podcast? I don't think so. Well, I appreciate your presence and your good articulate responses and the way you meet the world with such curiosity, Bridget. Thank you so much. Of course. A pleasure. Let's talk again soon, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye. Mm.
journey in all the directions, calling above and below to the space inside me that longs to glow. I call for the wisdom of my teachers and my elders and the wisest part of me. What is it that's going to set us free? How can we find harmony in this family? Please teach me. Show me the way. I know. We will open. Where is it? Where's the fire? Rhythm in the middle. Stay centered. Stay true. Do what you're here to do. That's what'll soothe your soul.
Hi, this is Madeline again. If you're interested in learning more about co-creation and building a new foundation, check out the website gwtrustfamily.com and get involved. Join us in growing this frequency of more peace and harmony and possibility. Turning in all the directions, calling above and below to the space inside me that longs to glow. I call for the wisdom of my teachers and my elders and the wisest part of me. What is it that's going to set us free? How can we find harmony in this family? Please teach me. Show me the way. I know. The way will open. Where is it? Where's the fire? Rhythm in the middle. Stay centered. Stay true. Do what you're here to do. That's what'll soothe your soul. Sing with the tribe. Rhythm in the middle.
Hi, this is Madeline again. If you're interested in learning more about co-creation and building a new foundation, check out the website gwtsfamily.com and get involved. Join us in growing this frequency of more peace and harmony and possibility.